Hello and welcome to Stories from India, a podcast where we talk about myths, legends and folk tales from India. I am your host Narad Muni and I'm a mythological character myself. I have the gift of eternal life and knowledge of the past, the present and the future. By profession, I'm a traveling musician and a storyteller. So the way I'm doing my job is by podcast. Just as a reminder, this is our final regular Thursday episode as we switch to weekly episodes. Thanks to all of you who provided feedback. I know I said last time that in this episode we'd be doing Shurpanakha's family history after a couple of listeners expressed interest in knowing more. But it turned out the material was taking a bit longer. So for this final Thursday episode, I decided to do a fun little story. It's a story about me. Yes, I'm back in the spotlight again. You'll see how I answered a very tricky question that had stumped both Vishnu and Brahma. I'm pretty proud of how I handled the situation, especially when two of the three supreme beings were unable to. So I decided I'm absolutely going to do an episode on it. Let's dive right in. We have encountered the characters in today's show before. But you need not have heard any of those stories. Our cast today includes Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth, and the planet Saturn or Shani. Lakshmi is Vishnu's partner. And because I'm such a big fan of Vishnu, I'm always grabbing every opportunity I can to meet him. I have met her very often as well. She's a fantastic person. And given her status as the goddess of wealth, there are some pleasant side effects. For example, after the last time I visited Vishnu and Lakshmi, I discovered a big sheaf of 2000 rupee notes in my pocket that I must have kept there previously but had forgotten about. Another time, I found a credit card I had previously lost. Little things like that. Shani on the other hand, well, what can I say? He is the god of misfortune. And he's a planet as well. I generally try to avoid him, as does everyone else. Remember all the pleasant things I kept discovering after meeting Lakshmi? Well, with Shani, it's exactly the opposite. The last time I met him, I found an overdue bill for my veena repair, along with a notice threatening to take my veena away unless I paid up right away. A veena, in case you don't know, is a classical Indian musical instrument. I carry it all the time. Or I wouldn't be much of a traveling musician now, would I? 
Another time I met Shani, I accidentally stumbled and fell in a puddle and ruined my perfectly new shoes and clothes. I also broke my veena. Come to think of it, that's why I had to have my veena repaired. Anyway, so it was that Shani was generally glum that he had had no friends. No one wanted to spend any time with him. Hanuman was immune to the misfortune Shani would bring. But then Hanuman was the only one and he was always busy serving Ram. He had no time for social calls. I am the Indian mythological version of Wreck-It Ralph, Shani thought. But guess what? Just like Ralph set out to get a medal for being heroic, I am going to win something. A popularity contest, maybe. And I am not going to settle for the opinions of the Devs. I'll just ask the most divine the most powerful entities instead. The Holy Trinity, Brahma the Creator, Vishnu the Preserver, and Shiva the Destroyer. So Shani decided to start with Brahma. As he was making his way there, he ran into Lakshmi. Or at least, he saw Lakshmi and waved to her and shouted to her, she did not respond. She did not even appear to notice him. Deliberately, he thought. No one wanted to even meet and greet him. This was worse than he had thought. He was a god. How could they ignore him quite like this? Maybe he should crash every party from now on until they started giving him more respect. Oh, hey, Shani, she said, removing her Bluetooth earbuds as she approached him. Sorry, I was on the phone with Brahma and didn't hear you earlier. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And I'm very relieved as well. I thought you were deliberately ignoring me, just like everyone else. I wouldn't do that to you, said Lakshmi, horrified. That's just not my personality. Not for nothing did I win the Congeniality Award five millennia in a row. Interesting, he said. Clearly, you're lucky I didn't participate. The judges would have awarded me the Congeniality Award instead and the Popularity Award and many more besides. Don't be so sure, she replied. Weren't you just saying that people deliberately avoid you? That's because they don't appreciate my beauty. Look, I am clearly the most beautiful of Brahma's creations. And he's shown off his rings. And in the brilliant sunlight, they shone marvelously. I don't deny that you're beautiful. It's just that I'm way ahead of you, she said. And since you mentioned Brahma, 
Why not ask him? That's exactly what I was going to do, Shani said. But you're going the wrong way. Brahma is not at home right now. I was just chatting with him. He's over at my place. Probably deep in conversation with Vishnu. I was over at Vishnu's too. The truth is, Brahma was not deep in conversation with Vishnu. However, he was deep in thought. Vishnu and Brahma were playing chess. I was officiating. And clearly, it looked like Brahma was closing in on victory. Vishnu had lost his rooks, his queen, a bishop, his knights, and was down to his last two pawns. As Shani and Lakshmi entered, Lakshmi went straight up to her husband and peeked at the board. Shani, meanwhile, went closer to Brahma. Well, as you can imagine, that was the turning point of the game. Vishnu soon converted both pawns to queens and won that game pretty handily from what had seemed to be an impossible situation. Thank you, Shani, he said. But instead of making Shani feel better, it made him sink further into his quagmire of self-pity. I had nothing to do with it, Vishnu. Why does everyone assume I am responsible for every single misfortune? said Shani. And it was easy to see that he was getting stressed by this situation. Lakshmi quickly brought everyone up to speed on the situation. And Shani finished the narrative by asking Brahma, You are the creator of the universe. Tell me the truth. Am I or am I not the most beautiful thing that was ever created? Oh yes you are, Shani, said Brahma. I take pride especially in the beauty of your rings. At the right angle, the sunlight hits it just perfectly. There's not a planet like you in the whole universe. You know, that does make me feel marginally better, said Shani. And then, pointing at Lakshmi, he continued. But now, please tell Miss Congeniality here that I'm more beautiful than she is. Brahma went silent for a long time. My dad may have made terrible mistakes in granting all kinds of superpowers to villains. But he is certainly not the kind who will fall into an obvious trap. After thinking for a while, he said, How can I compare the two of you, child? Lakshmi is not my creation. She rose out of the ocean of milk. It will be like comparing apples and oranges. And why can't you compare apples and oranges? asked Shani, with a challenge in his voice. Well, said Brahma, you just can't. 
I created apples and I created oranges too, so I know. But if you insist, why don't you ask Vishnu here? He's wiser than I am. I completely defer to him. And I'll vote for whomever he does. You won't even need to go to Kailas to get a tiebreaker vote from Shiva. So Shani turned towards Vishnu and asked, Well, what do you have to say, Vishnu? Vishnu was quiet for a long moment as well. Shani, I have a vested interest here. Lakshmi is my wife. I must recuse myself. Seeing Shani's expression changing into frustration, Vishnu quickly added, But I'll tell you what, I'll defer to Narad here. He'll be impartial. I have complete confidence in him. That last line alone made my day. It was totally worth hearing that from Vishnu. But this was a tough problem to solve. I knew that if I voted for Shani, Lakshmi would not be happy with me. And if I voted for Lakshmi, I would face an eternity of misfortune. It was impossible to provide an objective answer to the question. Brahma was right. It was like comparing apples and oranges. But me? I'm just the low man on the totem pole. I couldn't pass the buck any further. But I had an idea. Can each of you please do a walk on the ramp for me? I asked. I began to sense the question forming in Shani's mind and hastily answered it. You won't need wardrobe changes. Just as you are. There are no points for your choice of apparel. So both Shani and Lakshmi did the walk for me. Just to be sure, I had them do it again. Yes, I am absolutely sure now, I said. With breathless excitement, Lakshmi and Shani were smiling, waiting for me to announce the winner. And the winner is... Oh, I almost forgot. Brahma, Vishnu, you both said you're going to vote for whomever I pick, right? Yes, yes, get on with it, said Brahma. Vishnu was calm as usual. I think he knew exactly what I was going to say. Even before the thoughts had formulated in my own head, I queued. Drum roll again, please. A passing Gandharva, or celestial musician, began the drum roll again. Just say it, said Shani, now clearly exasperated. The suspense is killing us, added Lakshmi. Okay, I said. The truth is, Lakshmi, you are better than Shani when you're approaching me. And Shani, you are better than Lakshmi when you're walking away. That was exactly what each wanted to hear. 
Shani liked that he was appreciated. If he appeared to move away from people, they actually praised him and loved him for it. They even had a day named after him, Shanivar or Saturday. The best day of all, he thought. So that's it, he said excitedly. I'm not actively bringing people misfortune by approaching them. But I'm really taking away their bad luck when I move away from them subsequently. Why didn't I think of this before? It's childishly simple. And if you've seen the Disney movie Wreck-It Ralph, that's precisely what happened to that guy as well. It's not that he suddenly became a good guy. He just came to love his role. That's all I have for today. A couple of notes on the show. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth. We met her as she emerged from the grand cosmic experiment in episode 51. And we met Shani, or the planet Saturn, in episode 55. In the next episode, we'll actually cover Shurpanakha and Ravan and their family history. So we'll learn a bit more about the Princess of Lanka, who was a major trigger for much of what happened in the Ramayana. We'll also see some intense sibling rivalry that did not end well for anyone. If you have comments or suggestions, or if there are particular stories you would like to hear, please do let me know by leaving a comment or a review on the site, sfipodcast.com, or tweet at sfipodcast. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get notified automatically of new episodes. Thanks to all of you listeners for your continued support and your feedback. The music is from purpleplanet.com. That's purple-planet.com. I'll see you next time.